So we're now at part two of the Clay Martin gear and preparation talk for defense. So just to recap, if you're freaked out, Clay's uh, and needs something right now. Clay's like, go to Home Depot or Lowe's and buy a roofing hatch. <laughs> but if you're like, okay, cool, I'm calm, I can function. First step is order an airsoft gun, right? And he went over all that. Then you're going to go get a pistol, right? And then we went over all the pistol stuff. And now the basic things that you get essentially at the gun store, if not literally, then, then you know, uh, the, you're getting with your pistol are magazines. Clay says five minimum, up to 10 hollow points or some sort of defensive ammo uh, a holster to keep it in because you're going to be carrying this gun with you everywhere which i think we might have to do a whole separate video just on all the logistics of carrying because like that is the thing i thought i understood until bill rapier handed me my ass on that it's like okay i don't really know anything about this so uh we'll do stuff but but the point is you're gonna be carrying it get a holster and then red dot we talked about right so uh, those are the must-haves for the pistol, right? Those are the must-haves for the pistol. Yeah, okay. Exactly. And so now we're going to talk about not necessarily optional, but like the next level of next pistol level. things that are still, you got to have these, but like some are optional, some aren't, and some like a lot of them you can buy, you know, like online or whatever, right? Okay. Okay. And so we're, we're still on pistol and your, your first gun, your first weapon. What's yeah. next after this? Okay, so going just for a second, going back to the fear. I know you got like other dudes going to talk about mindset. It's not really my deal, but I did want to talk about like the healthy fear you're supposed to have for like a weapon, a lethal weapon when you first get it. And and what I mean by healthy fear is you should be a little bit scared of that real gun that like shoots real bullets and shit if you've never really had one before. Uh, kind of the way I'm going to equate that is uh, they were real bad about. Uh, in the, over when we were in Iraq the last the last time, having houses that were rigged to explode and blow up. Right. So, so okay. Hold, so, hold on. so so like the the, the enemy, whatever, would yeah. take entire houses and rig entire yeah. houses to blow. So like you up, go in, hit yeah. a wire, and the fucking house blows. Yeah, yeah. Rig full artillery shells, fucking terrible. I, we we've all lost friends that way. So one night we go hit this target, and probably one of the only dudes there younger than me runs through the front door and he calls the word that means that like this house is rigged. Right. And this, this is a serious thing. Like dudes will jump off the roof, like a second story. Cause we've all had friends die this way. So we're like, just running like pale mail down the block. Like everybody runs like two blocks away. Well, it turns out that what it was, was this must be the only diesel station wagon in Iraq. And they had the block heater plugged in in the desert. for some reason. So, so it was not a suicide house, but no one, gave that dude a ration of shit for making that call. Right, of course. Even at the AAR and stuff where, you know, because he's a young dude, they could have, like, ridden his ass like no one because they always wanted you to make that call if you even felt a little bit like it might be that way. So that's the kind of, like, fear that I'm telling you it's okay to have with your pistol if you've never had one before. It is a lethal weapon. It can hurt you. It can hurt other people. In fact, it's better to have some of that fear when you're learning to use this thing. Now, you'll learn how to master it, but yeah, you should be a little bit apprehensive if you've never had one before and you're not like a gun dude when you first get one. That's perfectly okay. No, dude, like we talked about last time. Like I'm, uh, I've had gun, I've been shooting guns for, I'm 46, for at least 30 years, mm -hmm. right? Not, no one near as much. Like I don't have millions of rounds down range, but I probably have. <laughs> I have to have 10 or 20,000 rounds. Uh, right. Like, so like, it's, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not, I, I understand what shooting guns means. I've killed right. uh, not humans, but animals and eaten mm -hmm. them. 
right? Yeah. Like I, I get all of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a brown belt in jujitsu. So like weekly, multiple times a week, I go in and like come within inches of death and then tap out and I'm good. You know, like it yeah. happens. Like, dude, carrying a loaded weapon um, was a different mind fuck. Right. I, and I mean, carry, not even a loaded rifle. That is a mind fuck, but carrying right. Cause it's got a safety yeah. on it and like, it's a different it's, thing. It's here. Yeah. Carrying a loaded pistol. Like I, the last two days I have yeah. been, or the last three days I have been, you know, actually carrying, carrying, not in a fanny yeah. pack. Right. Mm-hmm. Carrying, and it's still it, like it chambering. The fucking yeah. gun is like, it's like, it's hard, man. Like the, yeah. I was actually super glad you talked about that uh, before about how guys who like had spent years down range and were total pros were yeah. still a little apprehensive to carry, uh, you know, like holstered chambered in America. Right. Yeah. It's fucking weird, dude. It is. It really it is. It is fucking weird. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's kind of what, that's what I want people to know, man. Like, it's okay for that to weird you out a little bit. You know, it's it's per- just because you get scared. That doesn't mean you got to, you can't do it and you put that gun away. You're fine, man. Everybody gets that. It's just, right. you know, I really want you to be okay with that little bit of fear. It's, it's fine. Yes. Yes. I have okay. it too. A hundred percent will admit. Yeah. It, and you should, it'll take a long time for it to go away. And that's fine. You know, that's what's going to help keep you safe. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the second thing I wanted to bring up that I didn't say about hollow points and carry ammo Part of the reason that I will always buy like the ones that the FBI has or like, you know, federal or because a lot of even good hollow points, they don't use a perfect, they don't use a low flash powder. So what I have found is a lot of times I take somebody out and how many times have you shot your pistol in the dark, like total darkness? Um, Maybe twice, maybe. Maybe twice. That's more than most people. Most people will go their entire lives because they're going to like public ranges or something like that never having fired their carry ammo indoors. Yeah, no, both times have been on ranges I own. I have a range in Tennessee and in Texas. And right, both times, because right. my kid thinks it's so cool to see the explosion. Oh, yeah. Right, so right. that's why we do it, yeah. Well, you probably already learned the lesson then. If you went right now and bought like oh, Remington- your night blindness, you're done. you're done. Well, it gets even worse if you have a, if you went and bought like say Remington brand hollow points. Right. Remington is notorious for using this really shitty powder that'll make like a fireball like this big. So- Part of what, why you buy and why you buy expensive hollow points is they a lot more are likely to have used a low flash powder that it's still going to be bright, but it won't actually like blind you. So okay. that's a small detail, but we're, we're bringing it out. All right. So we are, um, like we talked about, we're ready to go. We got our stuff at the gun store. Yeah. Okay. So what comes next? The next thing you're going to want to do now that you've got a gun, you've got your hollow points and stuff. Now, you, I mean, you've got to spend some real ammo time getting familiar with that gun. So the first thing that I want people to do is go buy a thousand rounds of, of good ammo uh, or decent ammo. That doesn't, doesn't mean hollow points. That just means a, 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 a you know, preferably American manufactured European spine to brass cased nine millimeter. So something like, like CCI spear is a lower end cheaper, but still yes. okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, clay, what do you mean casing? What are you talking about? <laughs> and what are the three materials? Okay, that's that's fucking valid. <laughs> all right, if I if I hold my bullet up, all right, without getting too deep into the anatomy, right. this is the projectile. This part that, that presses, yeah. yeah. Okay, this that's is the case. Bullet. That's the bullet. That's the bullet. Yeah. Yep. All right. This is the case. All right, yes. and the rest of it doesn't matter. It's it's garbage. Yeah. All right, it's stuff we don't need to talk about. What this casing is made of actually does matter a little bit. All right, and especially if you're trying to buy the cheapest stuff out there. You're going to find that you're going to want, you're going to end up with steel. Okay. 
steel going down a little bit of a rabbit hole is not a huge problem, but it can become a problem. Uh, it's going to wear out the parts in your gun faster. Also, it's got a especially little bit a less. Especially a pistol, right? Like if you have a high, yeah. high capacity, like a big, you know, rifle geared for steel, you're probably okay. But like well, a, if you're running, especially if you're running something that's made for it, like, you know, a CMMG, you know, mutant, something like that. For right. a pistol, though, especially, it's going to wear your parts out faster. And especially true, there's a thing in your slide called the extractor that when this gun fires, it grabs the casing and grabs it and chucks that part out. That part's going to wear out a lot faster on steel. I don't, I'll so shoot steel. Hold on, what are the three? There's steel? Oh, steel, aluminum, and then brass. Okay. And, and so there's the, some other, yeah. so, Right, those are the main ones. And so that's yeah. the order, is like steel is the shittiest, aluminum is yeah. the middle, and brass yeah. is the best, in terms of exactly. for the gun, right? Yes. Okay, yes. I gotcha. Okay. So it's not a huge problem to shoot steel, like once you know what you're doing a little bit later, uh, especially once you've been a gun guy for a minute, and you can change the, you know, 35 cent extractor in here, and it's fine. But for your first thousand, I, I don't want you to even look at steel as an option. You need to know what you're doing more before you get into that. Right. All right. The right. next is aluminum. Aluminum obviously is a little bit softer than steel, but not as soft as brass. Aluminum's okay. Uh, I like aluminum. I've never really had a problem with it in a modern pistol, but back to the lubricity of the case thing, right, aluminum has a little bit higher friction point than brass does. So it could theoretically be a little bit less reliable, I think it's fine. I've never had a problem with it, especially if you're like shooting a Glock with it. It really doesn't matter. Like nobody gives a shit. Yeah. But these are things to think about with your first thousand. The real reason I want you to take or buy brass the first time is also like 200 of that. You're going to slide off. All right. And that's going to be your like emergency stash. That's going to be your, you know, I'm always carrying like three magazines, you know, with my, my carry gun or whatever. That's like, oh my God, like Minneapolis is burning. I need to load up all the magazines in the house and I might have to use all the magazines in the house. Yeah. That's like your, your war stash for lack of a better term. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. The other thing that you're going to find, the question is going to be when you, when you go to buy your ammunition, do you want new or do you want remanufactured? And this is, uh, this is a little bit of a, this is a hurt, the, hurt the wallet point too. I personally will not shoot remanufactured. What Meaning, or, or it's sometimes called reloaded is what yes. like yeah yes. Right. okay yes yeah so here's the thing this part here is actually extremely durable I, I can shoot this and reload it between seven and ten times with that before the before it cracks it's useless yeah so what remanufactured often means though is you've got these smaller companies like garage sized that are buying like all the swept up crap from the local gun range. No idea what they're getting. It's just a mixed bag of, of shit. And they tumble it and wash it uh, because it basically lowers the price point. Yeah. So the reason I will not shoot remanufactured unless I reloaded it myself, which is like way, way nerd central thousands of dollars of investment down the line. For liability reasons, that guy in his garage has a lot less to lose than say the multi-billion dollar company that is Hornady or Federal. Right. And there have been so many cases where, especially some new remand pops up, it's very easy to double charge around with powder. All right. And that's going to blow your gun up. It's going to potentially hurt you, you know, cut your fingers up, you know, lose an eyeball. It's entirely possible. So that's just not a place where I will save money. You know, okay. I just, just don't do it. Okay. All right. So, so, okay. so what you're telling people is buy brass or aluminum yep. uh, uh, casing, don't yes. buy steel. And stay the fuck away from reloads. Remand, yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Once you've been a gun guy for a long time, you can you can find some remand that's like probably acceptable. You can shoot some, but 
for right now, just like don't even fuck with it. Those are like words that you don't want to say. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. So training ammo. That's a, and yeah. a, and a thousand rounds a minimum. Um, yep. Uh, so actually, you know, you know what's not on your list, and it's because it, it's so basic to you. You oh, no. about it. Oh no, you're oh. pro and I'm pro. Because <laughs> if you're gonna shoot your pistol, what do you right. have you need to that do? Stuff. The first thing you have to do is cover right. your eyes and your ears, right? Right. All right. right. Walk, walk people through this. You can get away with as a as a new guy, like same thing, going to Home Depot, buy some of the earplugs they use on construction sites, some of the yeah. safety glasses. They're rated for uh, ballistics, ANZI twenty eight point whatever. They're they're ballistic rated. Uh, if you're going to do this for a little bit, I'll have some stuff on the web. You, you can get some fancier stuff. I would actually, this is going to be, oh, I don't know if I can say this from a legal perspective. Fuck, I'm going to say it anyway. Pretty much any range you go to, uh, especially an indoor range, they're going to make you wear all this shit. And indoor is especially like very loud and stuff. Yeah. I will say if you can go to an outdoor public range, though, uh, at least once after you've shot a couple of magazines that you're familiar with it, you actually do, at the risk of losing a little bit of hearing, all right, take your glasses off and your earmuffs off. And I think you want to shoot at least four or five rounds so that you know what it's like. Because you're not going to have a chance to put all that shit on if you're in a street fight. Right, if someone mugs you. Know? you hold right, on, yeah. hang on. put my ear pro on. <laughs> right, and, uh, and especially like if you've never done it before, like it is kind of shocking. There's even a thing that's, that's a proven proven deal where having your eye, your, your eye pro on, Right. all right, because you're not getting that little bit of blast wave that actually touches your eyeballs. Yeah. From when the round goes off, and I'm not talking about any powder on these bullets, just the, the pressure, the percussion. percussion, yeah, the air, yeah, yeah, right. You will you will actually shoot differently without your eye pro on than you will with it on. A, a little bit, it's it's minor, but it's true. It's yeah, like a mammalian know, reflex to like, yeah. Dude, so it's, it's funny you say that. So um, when I'm training on steel, I you know I'm religious about wearing eye oh, pro because yeah, that yeah, shit comes to, off, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, but, all the time. Yeah. Right. But when I'm training on paper at my range, when I'm training mm-hmm. on paper, I take my eye pro off because I had a dude tell me to a dude who knows like you. Yeah. He's like, dude, like at the high, high levels, man, he's like, no one yeah. will tell you this, but we have to train right. without eye pro because it really makes a difference. I'm it like, does. are you serious? He's like, dude, mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is yet another reason too why you want to buy some high quality ammo. All right, it's it's a lot less likely to give you problems. Uh, again, this is all a danger and a risk, but it's like you're doing it's it's something that I feel like I mean you have to do. Uh, it's just it's something you want to know. Even if you only shoot like you know those ten those like three rounds without your earplugs and like a magazine without your eye pro, at least your brain has like a concept then of of how it is. Okay. You, you know what to expect. It, it totally right. changes everything if you know yeah. what to expect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. hundred percent, dude. So ear pro, uh, dude, I'll tell you, you know, honestly, man, like I bought, like I have probably like you every, I've tried every kind of, <laughs> even like the, like the, the $300, I figure what they're called, mm-hmm. autos or something, any of your yeah. things, which like, yeah. they actually enhance your hearing, like the yeah. hunting and, yeah. and they're, they're crazy. Like you shoot a gun and it makes it like a whisper. It's fucking right. nuts. Uh, oh, yeah. The ones, the things I like the best, uh, those are probably the best, but the things yeah. that, that cost 90% less like $30, you can get them at Home Depot. Like the big ass earmuff things that are like this, they have like a 31 or 32 decibel reduction. Oh, yeah, those yeah, things are awesome. And it, so what I'll do is I'll put the little foam ones in and then put those on. And man, like- You can't hear anything. You're great. You can't hear yeah. shit with that. Oh That's yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like you can 30 bucks at Home Depot, truly. Exactly. Yes. It's the same thing with the iPro. It's- you know, it's it's good enough. I mean, you right. can get into some like three hundred dollar Oakleys later that have like enhancing lenses and all this other bullshit. Yeah, but that's mostly bullshit, right? No, it's mostly true, but you're not going to notice as a new person. Right. Uh, I mean, if you're a competition shooter, fine. 
But if yeah. it like if you're just using this for training, like the the clear white, uh, yeah. uh, the, it's true. Like yeah, I didn't think about that. You can't same things are at Home Depot for like three dollars a piece, and they're yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So especially if you're on a budget, man, just buy some of those. It's it's, it's fucking fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So yeah. ear pro, eye pro, training yeah. ammo. So here's a question then. So like, yeah. um, how you, you can't really talk about gear without talking about training, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So then, like, once I have this stuff. Do, when do I start looking for training and where do I start with training? Like, like training is a deep rabbit hole. We don't have to go all yeah. the way in the rabbit hole, mm -hmm. but give me an idea of like, cause obviously I'm not going to go from, I don't have anything. I just right. bought a Glock 17 and now I'm yeah. going to Kyle DeFore's course. Like, no, 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 no. Right. No, that's clean. yeah. No. Right. And, and this is actually, in, in my opinion, exactly where you start looking for some training. Now, Having learned the shit with the airsoft and being relatively safe, you could like go through the process of like teaching yourself to shoot and you would suck less than you do right now, but you still wouldn't be very good. Yeah. It's kind of like learning how to drive. You can shorten that learning curve a lot by finding somebody to train with. And at this level, it doesn't need to be like commando, Steve, whatever. Honestly, you could go by, you could go do the $50 like concealed carry course at yeah. your local range. Yeah. And and get some some decent training out of it. Right. Now, the problem here is going to be it it would probably be better if you had just like a pile of money to go to somebody really good to start with. Now, you're going to be paying him for a lot of excess stuff that he hates teaching like this How is to called grip a gun. Your gun. Yeah, yeah right. the, the bullet comes out this in. No, but dude, like listen, I I realized grip like it took me 18 months to actually get a good grip. I'm still not sure yeah. I have a great oh, grip. Yeah. But like that's like a huge thing actually. Oh, yeah. Getting it's grip. It's about it's about 80% of shooting a pistol. <laughs> right. right. So like okay, so I'll tell you my experience like um I uh, I I early on uh, I like I, I Pick whatever, like, oh, yeah, I'll just get training because in my mind, yeah. civilian mind, mm -hmm. of course, cops know how to shoot <laughs> in civilian mind. Right. And oh, so, yeah. like, yeah. like, I got some dude, this is years ago, got some dude to yeah. get, like walk me through and all like, he seemed OK. Like, he kind of knew yeah. what he was talking about, I guess. Right. And then um, then like the next time I really got serious about pistol was, you know, like uh, post COVID, I went to, yeah. you know, uh, Protector One, which is like Tim's sheepdog course. That's like kind of their yeah. entry level one. Yeah. And um, and there were like it was like 40 people or 30 people, whatever. And um, and there were at least six or seven law enforcement. Right. Yeah. And uh, dude, I outshot all of them except one. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, and I am not like some pistol prodigy. Like I'm a solid shooter now, definitely for a civilian. But like I, like I'm not even a great civilian. I've seen, I met tons of people who but there was a woman at that course who outshot me. Right. So it's not like yeah. I was. You know, uh, why, why right, or some yeah. shit? I I'm, right. and I know for a fact I outshot the cops because like uh, the way they that specific course the people had experience were on one end and they kind of went yeah. from most to least experience so that way they could yeah. give more attention and they knew um and, and like I was around all of them and I look yeah. at all our targets and I'm like how the fuck am I yeah. out shooting you you're a yeah. fucking twenty year sheriff in Houston like oh, dude it's fucking apparently cop most terrifying. cops don't train. Yeah. Like they don't train very much. Yeah. This is mind blowing. <laughs> I'll tell you a couple of quick examples that it'll fucking blow your mind. So you're right. But like 99% of cops can't shoot for fuck. Uh, they're, they're fucking terrible at it. And that's also offset by the fact that at one point, the two back-to-back -back, uh, three gun national champions were cops. Oh, wow. Now. So that's the, that's the spread. That's the dynamic. Right, it right. was, uh, I can't remember their names right now, but it was uh, yeah Keith Garcia and uh, this other dude. 
those are both cop fantastic. However, those are the exception, like way by far the exception. Most cops can't. I mean, they're fucking awful with a gun. Dude, one of them was legit bad. He, he oh, had yeah. an accidental yeah. discharge. Yeah. One of the cops had an accidental yeah. discharge at yeah. the horse, man. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. dangerous. He was just messing around. It did go downrange. Yeah. But it's a, it was an AD. It was a straight yeah. fucking AD. Right. Oh, it's fucking insane. I had this experience from training police, too. Like, I would show up to teach one of my courses or whatever, and I'd tell the uh, you know the sheriff or the chief what I needed, and he'd be like, you need, you know, 500 rounds of ammo? Like, that's more than our SWAT guy shooting a year. I'm like, shut up. No, I'm fucking serious. I, I'm talking yeah, about good 500 SWAT is, too. 500 yeah, a like, day is pretty common at, like, these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely. I was like, holy shit. So uh, I'm actually taking this team to the, uh, to the SWAT Olympics. Uh, that's my job for the week. Yeah. And uh, they're doing like live hits and shit on the way to my training and shit. Like they'll call, they'll call me. They're like, hey, we're 15 minutes late. We had to stop and, uh, you know, bust up a fucking meth house over in the other county and shit. Like, oh, okay. Like, fuck. All right. I'll drink some coffee. It's cool. All right. But uh, like they show up and uh, they're doing shit. Like, I'm like, okay, let's talk about your rifle zero, which is a whole different thing. And they've got their fucking rifle zeroed at like seven yards. I'm like, okay, it'll hit a torso. Like, we're good. I'm like, what the fuck? So, Most people don't know what that means, though. Even I, oh. even like, I kind of know. Most right. civilians don't like he, here's the point I was making. And uh, tell me if you, this yeah. is true. If you're trying to hire just a normal local person, yeah, don't disqualify them if they're a cop, but also right. they had better have some other qualification that, that, that enables them that, uh, you yes. to know they're going to teach you at least something not bad. Yeah. You know, yes. is that accurate? I, I feel like that's accurate. I, I pretty much put, when I look for somebody to, to like actually recommend to, I put it in two categories. You either have to be a special operations veteran, very specifically from this war, because yes. we did, there were there were a lot of guys prior to this war that were like soft guys even that can't shoot for fuck. Yeah. Honestly, things changed so much in the war. Yeah. Or you need to be a high level competitive shooter, and what that means, like I'll look up. You can look up other competitive guys for their numbers. Uh, yeah. I'll ask a dude straight up, like you're teaching this course and it says you're an IDPA guy, like what's your, what's your ranking? If he comes back like a fucking D class or some bullshit, I'm like. Yeah the fuck out of here like what do you know well Most- so, so hold on hold on so yeah. like if i'm a true beginner right yeah. and, and i just want to i i want someone to stand next to me and tell me yeah. what to do right yeah. so like is can i just go to the local range and use whoever they have there or is that, is that dangerous or like what would you recommend there I don't like, say that we're it's, talking about beginner. Yeah. Let, let's beginner, say the first, first okay. 250 rounds, just getting yeah. comfortable with the gun, yeah. understanding I'm pointing it in yeah. the right direction, my hands yeah. are in the right place, things like yeah. that. If we step back that far, yeah, the local guy at the range is fine. Yeah. A local cop that's you know doing this shit as a moonlight job is fine. Okay. But you need to approach it with this mindset. You need to approach it basically that they are teaching you the most basic shit in the world. They may actually be wrong at some of it, but they're going to make you better than you are. And it goes back to like the gunshot guy. Like odds are very good that 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 local dude teaching you a class for like 50 bucks, like he is not a fucking good shooter. All right. He's better than you because you like bought a gun yesterday. But in the world of shooting, like that guy probably sucks. Yeah. Okay. It's still it's still better than nothing. Yes. But it's not a lot better than nothing. Okay. All right. All right. And you know. so, so just, just as a framework for people. So d- d- again, ballpark, how many rounds, like, okay, that they're, they're, let's say they hire for what, an hour, two hours. Yeah. That should be what, 200 rounds they're putting down range or what do you, that seems, roughly? that's two, two yeah, to 500 to just get yeah. basic instruction. I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Okay. Cool. And then from there, let's say, so let's say they do that. They hire, yeah. you know, but dude, I, I have, there's a, there's two dudes at Austin. Yeah. Uh, the range in Austin is where I used to go when mm-hmm. I lived in Austin. And yeah. before I, you know, I moved that. And they had a dude there who was like um, an ex uh, Navy SEAL who's like a, also a competitive shooter. And he's a total badass. And I think he charged oh, yeah. like $125 an hour or something. And they wow. had another dude who's an ex, like he used to be, be something very important in the LA SWAT stuff. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. He also was like a high level competitive shooter. They're both excellent <laughs> trainers. And they well, were like between 100 and 150 bucks an hour. Not that that's, much. That's amazing. I'm, well, also you're in Austin, you're in Texas, so you know, right. got, you know, guns and money. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's a completely different animal. Like you can get a dude like that. Like that's fucking awesome. That guy could teach you for like 50 hours, and it'd be worth every dime that you paid him. Right. Most places though, you're not going to find that. It's yeah. it's not going to be that fucking dude. It's just not. Okay. Yeah. In your book, I remember you actually had a couple pages on how to find how to literally vet instructors I did. and how to look yeah. up competitive yeah. rankings and stuff like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And you have, yeah, you have to look at it that way because there's so much bullshit at the high levels too. A lot of guys that are running around like charging like you know six, seven hundred bucks a day, they actually suck at shooting. It's just uh, they've done this like WWF marketing bullshit, yeah. and they're better than you know some guy that just learned how to shoot. Right. So they they're better than good. me, but that doesn't make them good. That okay. doesn't make them good, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So then, so once I got my initial person, um, and then which place is it concrete jungle or is it prairie fire where you, you go through the, I think it's concrete jungle, right? I think it's concrete jungle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So either, either read that book with the instructions on how to, yeah. how to find it, or you got a blog yeah. post about how to find a trainer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um, uh, so then that's good enough for the beginning, right? Not, not yes. for, for not, years, yeah. but yeah. Okay, yeah. I got 250 rounds downrange. I know how to hold yep. my pistol. I know how to charge it. Yep. I'm safe for now. That's before right. you go to like a sheepdog or a cow the floor right. or yes. a, you know, yeah. a field yeah. car after some. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, so what's what's next? What's next, I believe, is you need to figure out where your balance is going to be of allocating money towards ammo, new shit that goes along with all this other shit, and saving up some money for professional instruction, for like, you know, Kyle the floor instruction, Northern Red instruction, somebody really good. Right. So this is kind of a, it's going to be a different mix for everybody. Right. Getting to that good class is going to be worth every penny you paid. I, I promise that. It was for but, me, truly. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sure, man. Yeah. yeah. But it's also going to be worth it, I feel like, to shoot two or 3,000 rounds, even at modern ammo price. Before. Yeah. Before. Yes. You know, yeah. hold on. Let, let me actually take a step back. I just remembered sure. this. You know what I did in June of 20? Because I think I took my first sheepdog class in like July or August of 2020. This is so me too. I totally forgotten this. This is going to kind of uh, out me a little bit. Um, instead of, cause I didn't hire, like I hired a local guy years ago. Right. And I, I like, and yeah. then once I realized like later he was kind of a clown and then uh, I yeah. was like, okay. So, and then plus it was like COVID and like finding yeah. the person was yeah. like, everybody's got masks on or shit. Like, yeah. so I watched a bunch of videos on shooting. Right. And mm-hmm. I saw Kyle mm-hmm. Lamb had a great video on it. The guy who started Viking tactics. Yeah. He's like super famous in this in this world. Yeah. Clay has a list and all of it in the links of like like yeah. the reputable, like the high level reputable yeah. places. Yeah, the dudes. Viking yeah. tactics is like number one, right? On mm-hmm. that list, right? You actually you actually have to say that Viking tactics invented the tactics that all the rest of us teach. Everybody on earth that teaches rifle today teaches it like Viking tactics. We okay. all learned it so, essentially from Kyle. Kyle Lamb has two books. One's yeah. pistol, one's carbine. Yep. I yep. bought those books and I, I read the whole pistol book front to back and practiced on um, my gun. Uh, at the time, I had like a, I don't know, Smith & Wesson MMP9 or something. <laughs> and like literally dry firing, 
Like, yep. it totally. I, I was like, oh man, that shit, that fucking idiot told me was totally wrong. <laughs> he taught me Weaver style, you know, all of that shit, right? Wait, you're, te- you're telling me that a 20 year operator from Delta Force that pretty much rewrote the entire world's methodology on rifle was better than your local the fucking local cop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I, um, oh, man, I would have lost that bet. Jesus. <laughs> but, but, dude, but like, I got it all from a book. No, and I'll, here's the God's honest truth. So, and I watched a couple of videos of Kyle, but yep. mainly reading the book. And then really, and yep. he's got great pictures in there. It's called. Yep. Um, the first one's Green Eyes, Black Rifles. Yep. And I'm not kidding. I read the whole goddamn thing front to back. Yep. Truly, like I did. Yep. And like a nerd. And, yep. and then like, and, and I, you know, I went to the range. I practiced a bunch on it. And I'm like, oh, this really does work. This is way better. Every, yep. Like he explains it well. And I remember thinking, this is true, like. Like when I was going to to Protector One to the, the the course, I remember being so nervous. Like I am such an amateur. Everyone there is going to be better than me. They're going to know I'm an amateur. And then I show up and I outshoot all the cops. But one. like, don't get me wrong, I didn't shoot great. Like like Tim and all the instructors still helped me improve a shitload. And I'm so glad I took it. But like, if you had told me. If you read his book and do do what he says, what he and, says. and practice it, you yeah. are going to outshoot six out of the seven cops. I would not have believed that. I would not. But I did. Yeah, I did. Fucking legit, man. It's a. Uh, I'm gonna say it's, it's actually it's kind of fucking weird with pistol. As there's like two true paths of like knowing the knowledge and shit. Right. And there's like a hundred years of bullshit mythology crap technique that's all just fucking dumpster fire right and it's like two percent of the world that knows the good shit and it's fucking it's retarded. That book right it is it's all fucking easy too it's like when you look at it like oh this is way better yeah but yeah it, it's shitty but it's true all yeah. right well, uh, th- yeah. that that uh i don't know if you link that on your blog post but you should stay in the fight yeah the combat yeah. pistol one for me yeah. That's the foundation. And the, like, mm-hmm. and there were definitely a few things that like uh, Tim's team um, really helped me yeah. with, like mm-hmm. iterations. And, and But it was yeah. mainly specific application or extension mm-hmm. of what Ky- the yeah. fundamentals that Kyle taught. Yeah. Reading, reading the book is a hell of a lot better than nothing. And, and it's a lot better, a lot of ways than a lot of like local dickhead instruction. It you know, definitely it's just, it's true, is. Man. At least yeah. for me, it was astronaut. The dude taught me weaver stance. Also in the book, like Kyle, like there's the first one of the first things he says. If you shoot Weaver Saints, you're a fucking moron. Here's why, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> So just so people who know, so so uh, I'm gonna try to tell me if I get this right. So basically, there used to be a lot of different uh, debates about different ways to frame your body, and so Weaver stance is like you keep this arm straight and this arm supports it. And then your, your eyes yeah. going straight down your, your arm, and, right? And your and body's then, bladed. Right. And you're yeah. kind of sideways, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. to me, it made a lot of sense. Like, it, like you explained to me like, okay, yeah. Smaller, like Smaller target sure. profile, whatever bullshit. Yeah. Right, right. It, I remember this actually in Kyle's book. He's like, okay, maybe when you were shoot, people were shooting balloons in the 50s, this made sense. <laughs> but now it doesn't. And everyone now teaches whatever it's called, A-frame or something, where you're like you're squared up to the target, and then yeah. like you bit your your arms essentially form an A, and then the pistol's in front, and then like you know there, there's iterations off that, but like dude, I I'm mean I was like just like this uh, shooting, and I was like oh uh, shit, <laughs> I'm gonna blow your mind again. Uh, why does your fucking stance matter? Why are you holding still? Why does your stance matter when you're holding still? No, why does your stance matter? Why are you still holding still? What do you mean? Never mind. I mean, your stance is irrelevant. Doesn't fucking matter. Complete nonsense. What do you mean? Like, you mean this versus this, or what? What do you? Oh, mean? I mean, how you stand holding your gun. Like, it doesn't even. Oh, mean you mean how your feet yeah. are? 
No, how your entire body is like, who who gives a fuck? Like your next evolution is your stance. There's no such thing as stance because you'll never hold still again. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. That's not, that's okay. All right, okay. All right, sorry. That's a whole sorry. different thing. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. It's true because Bill just went over there. We were going, we were you know drawing and shooting this yeah. way under and all that sort yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Sorry, right. that's personal but, but, pet peeve. Yeah, no, that's why I don't get too now, wrapped up in the stance bullshit. But, but you're right. We're talking about like beginners the guns learning to shoot. Yeah. You need yeah. to be fucking feet planted, gun down range, well, or standing yeah. still. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm going to throw out one more thing about the, uh, the bullshit pistol stuff. A dude pointed this out to me that I was training like uh, just a few years ago. He's like, when we think about the pistol, you think about this. It's only been since like 1972 that we use both hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, All the old dude, cop yeah. shows. Oh, like, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that used to be, that was actually an FBI test with how many times you could pull the trigger on a revolver in a minute. That was an entrance piece for the FBI. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. They had unlimited fucking chambers in their revolvers? No, it was just see if you still retained the strength to pull the trigger like on this nine pound fucking revolver trigger with their little weird gay bend over stance with one hand and shit. Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) It's fucking crazy. That's amazing. That's hilarious. Well, all right, cool. I'm gonna um, throw one more throw one more resource good. out there for guys who want to read a book. Uh, Bill Rogers' book on pistol, I believe, is the best book on pistol that has ever been written. Is it like so? The thing I loved about Kyle's, I haven't yeah. seen Bill Rogers, is that yeah. tons of pictures. Yeah, and it, like Kyle basically wrote it for a yeah. military audience, so he it's did. like it's yeah. very idiot proof. It is. Are, yeah. Is that an insult? No. Uh, <laughs> it was true no, too, but not. is it? <laughs> it's just, you've been in the military, you know. Like, you, no, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Figure it out. I'm there. fucking with you. Yeah. No, it's good. Uh, Bill Rogers' book is great too, though. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So, so okay. Uh, got my ammo. Yeah. Uh, uh, got either got an instructor or read the book or both. Yep. Two fifty ish, five hundred down range. I'm comfortable yep. shooting it a little bit now. A little bit. Yep. Now what do I do? Okay, now you're going to start spending a little bit of ammo budget at the same time, like putting dollar bills in an envelope, whatever you get to get some professional training. And that's a different thing. That's like down the road some more. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Like yeah. like picking yeah. the course and all that sort of yeah. stuff. There. All right. Now, the next question you got to ask yourself, we've got a pistol to walk around with and you know worry about street crime and shit. Really, the next question is like, what am I afraid of next? And what do I foresee as like the problem? Right. And the answer to that more than likely is going to be stepping up to a, a rifle. You know, it just is. And it sucks because it's, it's another expense. But when I think about like real, like serious problems, like uh, like all the stuff that's going on, the, uh, the summer riots, if things get worse and people are actually like coming to like try to take my shit. And we kind of briefly talked about this last time. But the fact is a rifle is like a million times better as a fighting tool than a pistol. And it's for a couple of reasons. All right. Number one, it's like 10 times easier to shoot. All right. I could hand this gun to somebody who's probably never even shot before. And inside of like house ranges, inside of like 20 yards, they will still hit the target every time. If I hand that same person a pistol, they could very easily miss across this table. Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen it happen. So it's like 10 times easier to shoot. All right. It holds twice as many bullets. All right, the normal magazine for an AR-15 holds 30. Uh, a normal magazine for something like a Glock 19 holds 15. So I've got double the amount of bullets all the time. The biggest thing, and this is what people don't understand that haven't like you know been in combat and shit, 
the bullet out of a rifle is probably four to five times more lethal than the bullet out of a pistol. Uh, the, the, the difference there is just fucking staggering for what a rifle bullet will do versus what a pistol will do when we talk about damage, tissue damage. The comparison I always give people, because a lot of people don't understand that. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't understand. And I'm like, oh, it's a bullet. Yeah. Right. I'm like, 50 Cent got shot nine times and lived. Those were with pistol rounds. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever been shot nine times with rifle rounds and lived. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> you might find some fucking. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. He took nine rounds enough. in his leg or some stupid fuck off with yeah. that shit. Yeah. I mean, 50 was shot nine, like, like in his torso. Yeah. Not, right. But nine millimeter. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, yeah, great. No one wants to get shot with that. No, it's going to hurt. But a rifle round, one or two shots, usually at at, at worst, you yeah. severely incapacitated the person. Yeah, finding a, a person outside of a like a special forces soldier or excuse me, a soldier from the GWAT general that's walked off even a single rifle round right. is extremely rare. I yeah, mean, it's walk off. You mean, you mean yeah. walk like walk away from one rifle round? Yeah, I mean live through it to be honest with you. But I, I mostly I do also mean walk away from like take a rifle round and like continue to do shit. Yeah, but you get pe- uh, but you see people take pistol rounds all the time and keep going. All the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. In fact, something like, uh, like 85, 90% of gunshot victims in the United States survive. Because they're pistol rounds. Because it's pistol rounds. And we're close to hospitals. Yeah. 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 Well, like it's our trauma at medicine is amazing. That's that's a big piece of it, but also pistol rounds, they suck. They're fucking terrible. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, if the goal is to actually stop someone from yes. either living or attacking you, yes, the surrounds are yes. not optimal. Okay. No, they're not. Up. In fact, I would even so far, especially if you're new at this, because if your experience is like movies and video games and shit, where sometimes yeah. the pistol is actually even more lethal, yeah, go to YouTube and look up like police shooting survivors or something. You'll see some crazy shit. I, I was watching one just the other day. This guy took uh, this cop has got his gun out and this dude's all fucking tweaked out and shit. He's got a 40 cal too, which is bigger than your nine mil. Yeah. And he shoots this dude, and the guy doesn't even stop walking. <laughs> Bam! In the chest. And the cops are like, what the fuck? And he's backing up. And the dude's just like casually, like all crazy, but casually what he shoots him like three, four more times like that in the fucking chest. And the guy continues to come and finally like tackles him. And then he's got but uh so I want to stay on this because this is one of the yeah. things that as a civilian I didn't understand. So uh literally just the past weekend i was at rapier's course and he did that and so like like we had a lot of scenarios where like you know we we're all kitted up and shit with uh and, and so we had airsoft and so like i was actually the one thing even though I, like i had to shift immediately from fanny pack holster to inside the waistband and i wasn't practiced for whatever reason i was a quick draw out and i was getting dudes like i mean he most of these courses they start dudes at 20 feet he had guys starting yep. three steps away from you right oh, and you, shit. Yeah. like and you open your eyes and it's like find him ah! <laughs> <And> shoot right <laughs> So like like the first time, man, I got drawn. I got three rounds off on the dude in three steps. With like, I thought I was kind of a badass. And and so Rapier goes, every single one was in his chest. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, probably won't stop it. I was like, fuck you, won't stop it, dude. It's fucking. <laughs> fuck it's... you. No. And then he did. He pulled up videos and he goes, look, yeah. look at this. And he goes, and that's why he's like yeah. headshots. Yeah. He under ten yards, hit them in the fucking head. You want central nervous shutdown because yeah. otherwise. Like when you need them to stop, they're not gonna stop. Right. And this is a, just like you, fourteen-year yeah. Navy SEAL Team Six. Like this dude has yeah. shot a lot of people, so it's not. Right. He's not this isn't he's not like making a, this shit up. Yeah, no, this isn't Call of Duty experience. This right. This is dude, actual it, experience. It, it's it's fucking insane. Uh, because bullets will do 
they're unpredictable. Let me put it that way. You will also sometimes see somebody uh, get shot, and this happens like real world. Like get shot, and they'll like fall over, right. and then like two minutes later, get up, just, like get up, and like oh fuck, I guess we can keep. Because they've actually like they think that if they've got shot, they have to fall over. It has nothing to do with the real physics of it. And then you will also sometimes get lucky and see people die from like dumb ass shit. Like they'll get hit out here, but it'll nick their brachial, and they'll just fucking fall. Yeah. You can't count on it though. You can't count on it. You always have to be prepared for that. Like I have to shoot this guy like either in the dome yeah. or shoot him like 15 fucking times in the chest. Yeah. And actually even headshots aren't that reliable. If you shoot people enough, like you will eventually see like, I yeah, don't know. Keep, I guess, you'll like, get shot through the mouth or throat and keep going. No problem. There was a dude <laughs> that had a picture of him at my company that had a bandage on and blood on both sides of his temples. Got shot with the 762 by 51 round out of a fucking minigun and then got up like a goddamn zombie and was like, it just, it missed everything important. Went right behind his orbitals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what that reminds me of? This is a crazy nerd. Like, this is how you know I went to college. Phineas Gage. So the one of the ways that we learned, you don't know who that is. No one knows who that is unless you were like, uh, uh, went to like fancy schools and took fancy classes like I did. So the way that that, the, that Western science learned how the brain worked, one of the primary ways is in like the 1830s when they were first building the railroads in England using dynamite, everything was terribly unsafe. And uh, something went off and blew up and it blew like a pipe through a dude's fucking head, right? But and like it went through his head he blew, and he got up and he was like, okay. And everyone was freaked out because he had a fucking hole in his head. Exactly where you said exactly right through the temples. And so oh, like, and it, you know, cause the pipe was burning hot. It essentially seared off everything. Right. He felt almost no nothing cause it's brain, right? No nerve. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 And, and now it fundamentally changed. The crazy thing is he was still a functional human in all ways. Except it completely fundamentally changed his personality because it took out his frontal lobes. So he was like an angry, irascible, unpredictable fuck. Like it was like he was borderline unable to function in society anymore, but like no different than some dude who's in prison right now. Like everything right. else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. So like that actually, that's, that's, you can, that's a hundred percent accurate. Now, granted, that's like a random thing. You shoot a hundred dudes in the head, a hundred of them are, you know, none of them are going to have that. That's like one in a million right. thing or whatever. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, this, is, more, this yeah. is back to the, the why a rifle? Because right. Right, people go down when they get shot with right. rifles. That doesn't right. always happen with a pistol. Correct. Yeah, the damage, the damage, like I said, is at least five, if not 10 times more from a rifle. It's a night and day to fuck the difference. So, you know, we talk about like needing to like really defend myself all right, where's my stupid pistol? All right, the 15 rounds in this pistol might be worth like one or two dudes, like maybe just one. Like we get right in it. I empty this son of a bitch. Yeah. This rifle, provided that I hit everything I'm aiming at, you know, I'll, I'll say at the outset, like three rounds per. That gives me 10 just in this gun. Yeah, Kyle right. Lamb said that. I remember that. No, I'm talking about yeah. in Stay in the Fight. Yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes for a for a pistol. Assume it's not one shot, one kill. It's one no, no, magazine, one kill. It's it's pretty <laughs> close. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, are you for real? And I'm like, well, fuck, this dude would know, man. If anyone yeah. would know, this dude. Yeah, would know. yeah. It's it's fucking crazy to contemplate. And it, this this very conversation right, this fucks a lot of people's brains up 
because uh, I've had dudes like walking around with like two magazines and a full size gun. They're like, shit, I could, you know, cap off half the West Side. Or, I could, I could, you know, take 19 lives if I needed to. Like, motherfucker, no, you can't. Yeah. And so, so, all right. So, if anyone really doubts this, I'll tell you what video to pull up North Hollywood Bank Robbery. Yeah. Pull up that video. Yeah. Pull up yeah. the North Hollywood Bank Robbery and watch the whole thing. Uh, long, long story short, these two dudes basically. These two dudes, I think by themselves, were responsible for, for massive changes in police departments all across the country because they, yeah. they put on shit tons of body armor. Granted, they had a lot of body armor. I mean, they were yeah. like Iron Man shit, right? Yeah. And they robbed this bank in North Hollywood. And this was, I think, the first time in U.S. Uh, law enforcement history where in all, uh, all, it wasn't even all city, it wasn't in all county, it was like an all Southern California call went out. Like a multi-county call. Holy shit. Yeah. No, because they, 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 these guys basically went, it was like a suicide mission, but they had yeah. 70 guns and 50,000 rounds of ammo. I'm, I'm making up yeah. numbers, but it was something like an army crazy. would have. They had, yeah. right? And so like, I don't know how many cops they killed. They killed dozens of cops and wounded like a hundred or something insane like that. And they just, you couldn't get them down because all the cops had shotguns and nine millimeters or shotguns and forties. And finally actually went and got rifles from a goddamn gun from a gun store, store yeah, right. to deal with it. And yeah. then you know how they got them down, which is this will be far later. We'll talk about this. Urban prone. They shot them in the yep. ankles. Yeah. Urban prone yep. was essentially invented because of North right. Hollywood bank robbery. Right. There's an amazing documentary about this that and, I watched years ago just because it's cool. And, I mean, because if you're not there, it's cool. Right. Obviously. Right. It's it's you just need to yeah. What if that gun store owner made him wait five days though? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no. But, but seriously like yeah. uh, like it's why tons and tons of, of law enforcement yeah. basically started buying assault rifles and you, you could look up another badass one if you haven't called the uh, miami dade shootout and that's like, where the 10 millimeter i know that one too yeah that one's awesome it's not awesome because it was a very bad day for the fbi worst day in the fbi's history but again those dudes only had uh pistols and you could that was actually awesome because they had the corner reports to go with it too and the coroner basically assessed that the bad guys, like two of them, they should have died like right there, like a nine millimeters stopped this way, like, you know, half inch from their heart. Yeah. Basically, both these dudes had like wounds that would have been fatal like 20 times each, but they kept fucking fighting. Uh, and they also had rifles, they had, like mini 14s and a shotgun, and they fucked a lot of people up. But again, it shows you the pistol versus rifle thing. And right. And that's kind of went from nine millimeter to 10 millimeter after that. Yes. Right? That was it. That was right when they did. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was yeah. because of that. Because of the Miami because of that. Yeah. Shootout. Yeah. 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 But those are both very important things if you're new to this stuff. They're, they're great things to study because it's going to show you how weak that pistol is. That pistol feels like it's badass and scary in your hands. It's not. It's like just a little bit above a knife. It, it's like a slingshot more than a gun it, when you really get down to it. Yeah, it's true. If you study, yeah. sl if you know like Rodian slingers and all that, which I do, Acadian slingers, though, I mean, those motherfuckers do those things of lead. They throw them out at, at velocities that are not far off pistols, most right. pistols. Right. Know? Truly. That's actually yeah, true. Dude. Yeah. So it's, a, so it's a real thing. So, okay. So my point is we've got to step up to a, a rifle or rifle ish. Pistol, I guess is right. God damn it! What's All right, now we're gonna get some... You mean like a, uh, you mean like an AR pistol? Yes. All right, well, uh, so yeah. let, let's actually talk because, dude, I had to like watch videos and read articles. Yeah. understand. it's so it, nonsense. It's such a bunch of fucking nerd shit. But yeah. this no, is it actually thinking. matters, man. It, really it does. does in this case. Yeah, it really does. Okay, this is also a pistol. 
by the legal definition Legally. of pistols. Yes. So essentially what this is, is some bright son of a bitch took an AR-15, a rifle, uh, there and that looks like a rifle, right? and he was like, okay, what well, if... Do, do you have like a 16-inch, like a regular AR-15 yeah. on? Go, go snag that. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Same lower, but that's 16 yeah. inches, which uh, uh, legally in America, by definition, a rifle must be a minimum of 16 inches, correct? Yes, okay. correct. Okay, so there, there, there's another view of, of two together. All right. So a rifle, if this only had this short 10 and a half inch barrel, right. All right, I could still have it, but I would have to do all this bullshit. I'd have to pay a special stamp and get a special background thing and like wait a year and all this bullshit. So some really smart dude was like, okay, what if instead of a stock, because this fixed is not a stock. stock. Like a fixed stock, yeah. Well, or even, a, yeah. He was like, what if I'm injured from the war, actually, the GWAT? He's like, what if I made a brace, all right, that attaches to my Tomorrow. forearm yeah. like this so that I could also shoot like a, a gun pistol. like this, yeah. like a pistol. Yeah. And in some states, actually, a pistol is defined as something intended to be fired with one hand. Yeah, North Carolina is one of them. And uh, the ATF was like, yeah, bro, that's a pistol. That seems legit. I, even if the brace also looks like this uh, on the back, uh, which by accident would nicely by accident, you know, if I had this amputated, would fit uh, in my shoulder pocket uh, very nicely. Uh, and then I could have a short barrel. Yes. Legally. Legally. That's considered a right. pistol. Absolutely. That's a pistol. It is. Yes. Right. So this is where things get really stupid for somebody going to try and buy things. So I could also take this pistol and I could put this bigger upper, this longer barrel on it, and it's still a pistol. It's totally legal. What I cannot do is take this that was born as a rifle and pop this upper off. And put the other lower on, yeah, right. Put the other, the shorter upper on. If I do, I yeah, put it upper on. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's it, don't do that yeah. on my, don't do that. On my show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, here's also where it's different. If this was not a factory lower receiver, if I bought this lower receiver myself and built this, yeah. I could do this and put the short barrel on it and then be legal again. Because I'm not allowed to change things that came from the factory. I am allowed to change things that I buy. So there's an easy way to do this. It's ridiculous. All right. The best way to do it is just to buy from the factory a pistol and never fuck with it. Yes. Right. That, that's usually what I, I just buy the gun I want and I don't fuck right. it. Well, that's it. If you wanted to do something else, if you want to have a big gun, we'll go buy a fucking big gun. I have like, both. I have yeah, a I have a 16 great. inch full size and I have an eight inch AR pistol. It's not an AR, but a Galil pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the real question that you've got to ask yourself now is do I want an AR pistol, the little short guy, or do I want the longer gun? Right. The, the longer the rifle. Right. Do I want do I want an AR pistol or an AR rifle? Right. Yes. And those are pretty much what your choices should be. And then let's st let's stay with pistol yeah. versus rifle before okay. we move to caliber. Okay. So what does this do? Why would I want this as, instead of the rifle? Well, it's shorter. All right. It's lighter. It's a lot easier, like to carry around in my truck if like shit's gonna be real spicy and pull that some bitch out and do stuff. Yeah. All right. It's arguably easier in the house with like, you know, hallways and stuff like that. Oh, let, me, yeah. let me brace that up. Let me put that form. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you know, to not bang it against the wall or, or shit right. like that. Get it snagged away from. Right. Okay. That's 
pretty much it. Now, what it also is is louder because it's missing all those barrels, so it actually makes a bigger flash. Yeah. All right. It recoils a tiny bit harder. It's, it's not a huge deal, but that's basically it. The big problem is, is, is there a big accuracy difference, or not? I mean, like within ranges that most people are going to shoot? Not really. No. <laughs> actually, this is funny, but because this barrel's more rigid, because it's got you know, it it might actually be more accurate. It's it's really shorter stupid. barrels <laughs> might be more accurate than the longer ones. Plausibly so, yeah, yeah. Especially at least at least it's shorter at ranges. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So really, no accuracy difference. The big thing that is a difference is this gun is a little bit less lethal. Then it's longer, it's longer cousin. Well, because of the muzzle velocity. Because of the muzzle velocity. Yeah. Explain so, that to people because okay. that's a hard thing to understand. The biggest reason why a rifle round is more lethal than a pistol round is because it's moving so fast. Right. It's people moving think it's because it's bigger. It's not a two, two, three right. round it's is not actually small. Smaller. It's much smaller than a pistol round. Smaller and lighter. Yeah. But it's moving so much faster. So we, we there's actually this point in the velocity curve of about 2,400 feet per second, which is about double what a nine mil round will do where rifle rounds really shine, where they really start, like, I mean, it's fucking up some tissue. It's right. it's called the uh, the spalling threshold. Right. And it, above, like, that 2,400 feet per second, like, it just shreds tissue. It's amazing. Yeah. This will only achieve that velocity barely. Right? And it'll only keep that velocity to about across the room distance. So a shorter barrel is significantly slower. That's definitely true with 223. Is that true with yes. 76239 as well? It's not as bad. Okay. All right. uh, and it's not it's not like universally across calibers either. It's not like, oh, if I chop a barrel off, I lose this much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You're talking, about, know, you're talking about AR. So most people yeah, think of as AR. Two, right. two, three, five, five, six. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about this gun specifically. Yeah. So I'm losing a lot of velocity. So it's fine if I'm shooting people just like in my house, like home defense mode, like it's still fine. If I at some point needed to shoot people further away because we're in that kind of situation, like a bad, like, right. you know, South Africa shit's really bad. Yeah. All right. This one has those same bullets moving at like 29, we'll call it 3000 feet per second. They're moving a lot faster. So it's going to maintain that velocity and that, that lethality for a much longer range up to about three to 400 yards, depending on my bullet. So that's the primary difference for most people. I feel like, an AR pistol is probably going to be right. Uh, the only other reasons that the AR pistol wouldn't be right is that same thing that we just talked about of like, uh, well, on camera, like I won't even stick this in my shoulder. If you're having to train it like a nerd indoor range or some bullshit like that, they may actually kick you out of the indoor range. No. Yeah, dude. They're, these guys, they're fucking rule guys, man. They're fucking rule guys. I have shot many AR pistols. Although the only indoor range I've really yeah. trained at in the last two years is the range at Austin. It's called the range. Yeah. It's super yeah. fucking nice. Gotcha. I couldn't. I would shit a fucking goose if those dudes. They, they would. Ne- they've. I've shot twenty yeah. AR pistols there. Never had. They they rent AR pistols to shoot. Like uh, I can only speak for that range. Like I definitely know right. little bumpkiny ranges where the dude's right. entire life is enforcing rules. Mm-hmm. Like those dudes are cool as hell, man. And yeah. girls, girls that work there, they're all cool as hell. Well, that's probably a lot different. I'm just telling you, like for a lot of people with like these dork ranges and shit, where they just love rules, it could they will, be an issue. They will tell you you've got to put your arm in the brace because I've legitimately yeah. never seen someone actually shoot an AR pistol though. Well, and I find that I find that shocking because that's what the brace is for. But. Uh, <laughs> 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 these are the same kind of ranges where like they won't let you shoot more than one round for two seconds that's a real thing too really That's a training restriction yeah fucking serious 
there are rangers in america that will boot your ass off for rapid firing so when i'm talking to like a broad audience like yeah, this is okay. the kind of bullshit that we had to fucking think about so that's really the only reason okay. to go with the bigger gun so there is one but yeah it's it's kind of some fucking nerd shit but right, so, so if, if someone's yeah. like if they're if i'm you know kind of you know joe uh, uh uh joe never owned a gun and I'm like, I really think I need a rifle, yeah. AR pistol. Now there are different sizes of barrels of those, right? So, so yeah. like generally yeah. speaking, like 13, 12, 10, that range, because they go as short as like seven. I've seen. I think. Yeah, the normal ones you're going to see on a pistol are 11 and a half. Uh, 10 and a half is actually the most common, and then down to eight, seven, and five and a half is actually out there too. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a specialized gun. Now I'm going to say that you want normally the 10 and a half or the 11 and a half. And, and here's why. All right, I I have firsthand seen like a badass like ninja fucking commando. Hey, let me make sure this motherfucker's clear first. Yeah. Switching from an AR where our, our modern grip right. is out here, yeah. all right, to an MP5, which is a much shorter barrel. Yeah. And accidentally slide his thumb out here. Now he didn't shoot it off like his thumb's not over the barrel, but the gases exiting oh, from the burn. muzzle brake shredded him. You're so close there. It's like it just yeah. fucking like splayed it open like fucking meat. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. And it's it's this, easy this to dude do. knew what he was doing? Yeah. Yeah. But he was like I said, he was just switching guns. He switched from an AR like with a 10 and a half inch barrel to an MP5, yeah. which has like a very short barrel. Yeah. Right. And it was just like, you know, he grabbed it and picked it up and shot. Yeah. And, yeah, right. you know, easy to fuck up. Anything, in my opinion, below about 10 and a half. All right. It's it's easy to You're get getting your too short too far out there. Yeah. 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 Even as like a, you know, like a bigger dude. All right. I got to like, kind of like uncomfortably really get out there to get over the muzzle of a 10 and a half. Like I got to try to fuck up basically. Yeah. With a nine or an eight, it's actually more comfortable for me to be out here. So it's possible that I'm just kind of instinctively. So that's kind of where I'm at. I like the tens or the 11s. Okay. All right. So yeah. 10, or, 10 or 11 in that range. Yeah. In that gonna, range. You're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, so now. So, so let's say someone decides, okay, I'm going to go with a, you know, a rifle pistol. Let's talk about calibers. Cause you and I actually have picked a different caliber as our primary than most people, right. but right. Let, let's talk about what should most people do. And then we can talk about the, the variation. So while there are deficiencies of the, of the five, five, six round out of a shorter barrel, you should still go with that. Cause it's the fucking most common. There's just millions more five, five, six rounds laying around. Uh, on my website, I've actually got a list of some specialized ammo that'll work a little bit better out of a short barrel if you want to get real fucking crazy. Right. But it's the cheapest, it's the most available, and in my opinion, in a lot of ways, it's the most uh, flexible. It'll do the most things. Okay. And so, just so, just again for amateurs, two, right. two, three, and five, five, six is the same round, basically, right? For an amateur, it's, that it's it's close enough. Right. So okay. here, here's I'll actually nerd out on that one for just a second. 556 is the military designation based off the 223 Remington. The 556 actually has a little bit more chamber pressure. Uh, so it just got a little bit more ass behind it than the 223. Everything built since like 2005 will chamber both. For everything like built in the last 20 fucking years, it'll take both of them. Even before that, yeah, theoretically, the, the 223 chamber wasn't quite rated for the pressure of the 556, but it was not enough difference that it was going to like fucking explode. So it's yeah. the, the same thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, okay. So, so if you, it, just so amateurs understand, if you hear two, two, three, yeah. or five, five, six, people are talking about the same thing. And when when yeah. most people talk about AR, 
right? Mm-hmm. That they're talking about the AR-15, the Armalite, uh, Armalite, right? Yeah. Um, right, yep. That's the company that first made the, uh, it's based on the M14, M16, right? From Vietnam, basically. Uh, I, I can't, Eugene Stone was the developer. I can't remember if he made the AR-15 first and then turned it automatic for the Air Force or the M16 or vice versa, but close enough. Okay. So, so you're way deeper in the rabbit hole than I am. I just like, so the, yeah, the M16 from Vietnam, uh, the modern version is the AR-15. And that's, the AR is like a platform. It's a style yeah. of rifle, right? A style right. of bolt. Right. And the most common caliber, which is essentially a size of a bullet, is two two three slash five five six, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's what the U.S. military uses in the vast majority of the rifles. It's right? what NATO uses in all their guns. The other word for five five six is five five six NATO because it yeah. actually means all European armies standardized on the same fucking bullet. There's yeah. billions and billions of rounds laying around. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So so for most people and like like every accessory is basically made for AR. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now so so for if you just like tell me what to buy. Go buy an AR pistol, go buy or an AR. a rifle yeah. if you want, uh, whatever. Right. And yeah. then on, on your uh, on your site, you go through some brands, some of the right, yeah. Here. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. So now let's talk about other calibers because, like, you and I picked a different caliber. There's yes. two other main calibers that people would look at right. assault rifle, right? You, yeah. Seven uh, seven six two by three nine and three oh eight, yep. right? Okay, yep. go through yep. that. Okay, you and I both picked seven six two by three nine before the war in Ukraine because we're idiots. <laughs> I think we got enough bullets that we'll be all right. Like, <laughs> okay. Seven sixty by three nine is the that's the common chambering of the AK forty seven. Yes. I, and then in recent years, they've developed some things that are closer to an AR that will take the same bullet and they're fucking awesome. Yeah. I personally like the seven sixty by three nine because out of a short barrel, it's definitely better. No fucking question. So when uh, you well, hold on, when you say better, what yeah. do you mean? I'm a civilian. Tell me what okay. better means. The bullet is actually bigger. Right. So the the, the seven sixty by three nine the bullet part is like this big around, whereas the five five six Much is like thinner. this big around. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So even if they're moving at the same speed, the bigger one makes a bigger hole. Force no equals question. mass times right. acceleration. Right. Yes. Thank, th- thank you, Doctor. What was that guy's name? Mister Wizard. Thank you, Mister yeah. Wizard, for the physics. <laughs> I also find that the bigger bullet. Of the 30 caliber does a better job of like barrier penetration, what we call it. But that means shooting through shit, like right. through doors, through wood, walls, cars, all yeah, that shit. Drywall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The the 556 will actually outshine it at distance. It's it's magnificent, sleek little bastard and does all kinds of air defeating bullshit. It'll it'll reach further for the most part. Much further, right? Like twice as far at least, maybe three times. This is going to blow your mind, but I got a buddy with a bolt action 762 by 39 that trains his hunting clients to a thousand yards with it. Shut up. Yeah. Fucking I didn't bullshit. think that was ballistically possible. Not that I know. Motherfucking, motherfucking golden tiger and red army standard. Like those yeah. are the worst of the bullets. Oh, they're, they're actually the most accurate out of like a bolt action. It's, it's fucking insane, but he does it. I'm actually going to take my rifle like yours, our semi-autos, and test yeah. it to a further range here in a couple of weeks. But for the most part, 5.56 is looked at as more accurate. Yeah. Okay. So the 7.62 by 39, it'll do better at that kind of shit. The problems with it, there's only like one gun in the entire world chambered for that shit that I would recommend. Uh, and that's the CMMG Mutant. Because they have they did it early and they tested it enough that I can say that platform is actually legit. Yeah, I mean, they, they run a huge 308 bolt on it. It's like, right, I, I, right. I have two of them. They're badass. Yeah. They're, oh, I they're mean, it looks off. and feels like an AR. Right. You don't know guns. You're like, oh yeah, that's an AR-15. 
but it has a weird banana clip because it shoots a it shoots commie round. Which, by the way, right. all my military friends, I'm sure you do, they all call seven six two by three nine commie rounds because right. the rush. Like right. it, it, all the armies in the world shoot either five five six or mm-hmm. seven six two by three nine. Americans right. were five five six in NATO. Russians were seven six two by three nine. Yep. Clay and I obviously are fucking commie bastards. Sons of bitches, <laughs> <laughs> comrade, comrade Martin. So, so part of the reason I bought one, I think you did too, was when everybody else was worried about they couldn't buy ammo. I was still buying fucking seven six two by thirty, like thirty cents, 30 cents around. around. Yeah, twenty seven cents around shit. I bought a fucking ton of it. Yeah, yeah. The problem is now we used to get like 80% of our, our 7.62 by 39 from Russia and the other 20% from like Ukraine. So we're not getting any. any well, dude, yeah. I, I, I have many rounds, many, like I would have a hard time shooting all of this out without a war, like without right. an actual full on right. fucking war. Right. I don't think there's any, I think my kids, my grandkids will be shooting this fucking ammo. <laughs> I, fucking I went awesome. a little crazy. I went a little crazy. Yeah. You fucking did. I mean, fuck, I did too. It was cheap, man. Like, dude, it was crazy cheap. It was crazy. It was like a third the price for a while. I was buying the shit out of it. So, so let me explain to yeah. civilians. So, here was my logic: why I picked seven sixty by three nine, and what if I was doing it again today, I might pick differently. But, um, right. So, so uh, two years ago, I'm, I'm picking my platform, and so actually, one thing gun guys helped me with was this, because I asked gun the, the gun guys uh, at Reds. I was like. Yeah. Why? I'm like, I don't understand why, you know, because 223, 556 is a 20 caliber bullet and 762 by 39 yeah. is a 30 caliber bullet. I'm like, I understand physics. Why yeah. would you not want to shoot a higher mass bullet? And they actually gave me the two big reasons, and, and they're great ones. Yeah. One is that that 556 is way lighter. So as mm-hmm. a soldier, yep. when you have to carry yep. your ammo into, into combat, you can carry like twice as many rounds for essentially the same weight. Okay, yep. I'm like, okay, that makes a ton of sense. I don't have to care about that that much because I don't think I'm going to be lugging ammo for miles and miles, <laughs> right? At least that's my assumption. And, right. and, then, and then the other thing they said, which blew my fucking mind. And, and like, this is like one of those old crusty gun guys. He goes, listen, let me tell you what it is. The, when they was picking calibers, some genius uh, at the Department of Affairs, the Pentagon decided that it was way worse to wound somebody than to kill them. And a two-two-three, uh, the ballistics, if you, you can actually look at, there's tons of YouTube videos about that, because I didn't believe them. I went and looked. Uh, you can see people shooting the rifle rounds through ballistic gelatin, right? Which is like this substance that essentially mimics human flesh. And two-two-three, when it goes into ballistic gelatin, does all kinds of weird shit. It tumbles. It spits out weird, it breaks, it goes through weird. And so it, it, because it's low, higher velocity, lower mass, it tends to wound. And, and I'm like, why do you want to wound people? He goes, well, think about it. If you're in a five man patrol and one of your buddies gets shot, if he's dead, you're like, oh, you cry a little bit, but you keep going. You're fine. If he's wounded now, two dudes have to take care of him. And it's in crazy yelling. It's demoralizing. That's so like the geniuses at the Pentagon decided that was worse than killing them. And that's what they wanted. And I was like, you, like you made this up. He's like, like he looked at me like he was angry at me. No, it turns out he's right. Like I actually went recently. He's right. Like this is actually the, not a lot of people uh, know about this. And it's you kind of have to dig a little bit to find it. But that's actually what happened. And so, so here's my thought. Like that's cool. Like if I'm a military, like I'm like, oh, I get that. That's probably the decision I would make too. I'm not a military. 
So I'm using my gun for home defense. So I don't want motherfuckers wounded. I want them down. I want them not moving. And so 30 cal, you look at, there's tons of data on this. If 30 caliber to the chest stops motherfuckers, like you got to have yeah. a serious level yep. three or four plate. And like, yep. uh, if you don't have that, you're going right the fuck down. Right. Yep. And, and much better than five, five, five or six is going to stop somebody. I'm not saying it doesn't kill people, but like 30 caliber, like, especially for me, man, I, I want as much insurance as possible. Number one. And then number two, the other thing I'm going to use my gun for is hog hunting. Mm-hmm. Right and oh, hog hunting, yeah, hog hunting dude, with night. a five five six is like Ooh. you might as well piss in the wind. It's useless, and I know this yeah. for a fact. I have shot fucking hogs with ARs and watched them laugh at me almost and run off. Uh, you shoot yeah. hogs with seven six two by three nine, they don't run, laugh and run off. They bleed and die. Right, and so like I was like, okay, now the other ca- so that's why I picked seven six two by three nine. Yeah. The other caliber, though, if you really want, if my arguments are yep. super valid, the other cali- caliber that's even probably a better argument for both is 308, right? Which is like yep. 7.62 by 5.1. Yep. Those are the two major NATO calibers, yep. right? So, yep. so why did you take 7.62 by 3.9 over 308 then? Only because I could carry so much of it. Uh, we're looking, if we look at the weight, weight differential between five, five, six and by three, nine, it's like yeah. this. And then it has to go all the way up here for three Oh eight. It's yeah. so fucking heavy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the projectiles themselves weigh a lot more. The bullets are the bigger. Rifles are way more. Rifles heavier. are way heavy. Yeah. yeah. I like three Oh eight still. I've got a three Oh eight AR. I, I do. I've got a scar 17. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But it's, but it's way on my, like if I had to run out the door today, like not taking that one. Like maybe in the house. Yeah. It was awesome. Right. I, I will also say that I think I even said this in one of the books, like having shot a bunch of people with 760 by 51, I'm a fan. I mean that. Yeah. Puts, it's pretty devastating ballistically. Yeah. Right? Like for the people most don't part. Walk that yeah. <laughs> generally not. And generally you hit somebody with that, they fucking fall over. Now yeah. I, I have shot enough people that I finally did have an experience where I threw and threw the guy through the lower abdomen yeah. and he didn't even break stride. Uh, yeah. Okay. Were you drinking? You sure you got him? No. <laughs> I was, it was actually funny. My spotter was like, nice shot. Cause this guy was running. My spotter was like, nice shot. I was like, fuck you, man. Cause I thought I missed. I saw the puff of dust cause you know, recoil. And uh, then later we went and found him and uh, he lived. Uh, yeah. So but you he actually did. found him. He yes. was shot and lived through it. Through, through the whole fucking abdomen side to side with a 308 round. And uh, yeah, he didn't even break stride, man. he was sprinting. Like I didn't have time to re-engage cause he was hauling fucking ass. So even those monsters bullets. Well, good that it was a good shot. That's amazing. Yeah, I was. It was amazing. It was actually later. It was like it was an amazing shot. I was like, holy fuck, it was bad. I yeah, it was fucking unreal. But uh, yeah, he walked. He just fucking ran that shit off like nothing happened. So three weight is better, but even it will fit. Like you shoot enough people, like you're gonna see some really weird shit. Yeah, yeah. No, the reason also the other is three weight was like three four times more expensive than seven six two by three nine. Now they're close yeah. to the same price. I know. Yeah, that does. That makes me think about it too. I like three hundred eight, fifty cents around. You can find solid three hundred eight for fifty cents, yeah. fifty five cents around now. Well, and we we are going to be fucked on seven sixty by thirty nine from this point forward because nobody over here makes it really. Like no. most people, they make some like Gucci shit, but nobody makes like the you know the big. I can buy like a huge box of it shit. Yeah. So to me, that just it just kind of murdered that market. Like it's just kind of yeah. oversight and option. Yeah, anymore. yeah. If I was repicking honestly today. I'd probably go with an AR pistol and then a full size 308. I, I can I can make that argument too. I mean that's valid as fuck, man. That's yeah. that's probably what I would do. Yeah, I would like a 10 to 11 inch AR pistol, like a you know a Daniel Defense or Novesky, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then that would be like my truck home defense gun, and then I'd have yeah. like 
I, I know you hate them, but like something like a Scar 17 or something like yeah. that. And yeah. then like uh, that, that's my sort of hunting distance gun. Um, yeah. And it does a lot of stuff, man. You know, I'll, yeah, I, I can see that argument. The other nice thing, you get the little gun, you can throw that to the wife. It's not as, you know, like punishing on recoil. If like we got to do some really weird shit. Yeah. It's, it's great for her to be able to train on two. Whereas, you know, I, I've seen women shoot 308 ARs, but for the most part, that's at that caliber, like that, their size and stature, it's it really starts, it really starts working again. You got to yeah. lean into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's no joke. Okay. So, right. so caliber wise, most people just go with 556223. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you're going to get one, get yeah. an AR pistol probably. Yeah. For the most people, dude, that's going to be the right answer. Okay. All right. Cool. And if you're going to get two, then get a longer one or maybe a 308. But even like, I, I didn't want multi cal. Like, I want, I'm like, I'm going to pick yeah. one pistol caliber. I'm going to pick one right. rifle caliber. I ended up yeah. with two. I do have a 308. Um, <laughs> right. uh, but that's yeah. because, and yeah. the reason is, see, that's the other downside for me of 762 by 39 is it like, uh, at least I've tested it, even with a CMMG for my ability as a shooter, I don't find it super reliable beyond about 250 yards. You know, gotcha. like yep. I'm having real problems. And that, honestly, it could be my skill problem. Like I, I'm not really getting it at 300, whereas like a scar at 200, 300 is like easy. Child's play. Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm i going to do some further testing on the accuracy bit uh, for the, for the CMMG, but I think he's getting my guy that's shooting that far. He's getting a lot of that advantage because he's got the bolt gun. And I bet if we asked him, he's still dropping like one out of 10 rounds just because they're so inconsistently loaded, you know, yeah. do some fucking like really weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I get a rifle. Yep. I pick it. Yep. What are the things like, what's the, I got to go home from the gun store, you know, metaphorically with this rifle. Yep. What are the things? Magazines. I know. Right. How, right. You need five yep. with a pistol. How many with my, my AR? Uh, infantryman's combat load is seven, so I'm gonna say at least ten. S seven magazines, yeah, that you carry on you. Oh, at least that's an infantry guy. Like, you start talking about like you know, ninjas and shit, it might be a lot more. I, I mean, standard when I was a reconnaissance marine was 13. You wore on your person every day. That seems a lot. <laughs> I mean, these what do I know? Okay, so seven to ten magazines, yep. Um, yep. and, and is any specific brand or on your site or whatever, or, uh, I, I'm going to go and tell you the ones that I like, I like the original aluminum fucking GI mags that are Vietnam old, uh, primarily from either Surefeet or Brownells. I hate plastic magazines. I, I won't put a Magpul magazine in my fucking gun, even if they're the Why? most popular ones, because Why? especially the second generation used to come out of the wrapper and the heat had warped them from the desert and they wouldn't work like the second they came out of the wrapper. I, because of that, I will not carry a fucking plastic magazine. I, I know that Magpul is like a military contract now, uh, so maybe they're better, but I just don't fucking trust them. As well as if but I was they were, but they were, but they were Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even know. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, so, they make great, they make great butt stocks and shit. I love all that shit, but fuck their yeah. magazines. Okay, yeah. So you actually like the metal one? I do. I like the aluminum ones specifically okay if we go again to the h and k ones that are like 70 dollars and made out of steel yeah i don't like them because the first time you drop them if there's bullets in it it's a hard surface it opens up the feed lips and they're unreliable too oh yeah i don't care if you paid 70 dollars for it yeah yeah that sucks but it's true well that's weird that the germans haven't fixed that but it, they usually buy buy another one yeah right okay yeah, <laughs> right. Right. all right cool so uh some magazines what else yep all right, this is where you have to make a probably gonna have to make a purchase like right then. You have to have something on top of the rifle to shoot it with because some of yeah. yeah, some guns don't even come with sights anymore. Yeah, right. Without iron yeah. sights is what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Einstein's a horrible shoe. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. They suck. Yeah. It it here's the problem with iron sights. It takes a long time and a lot of ammo to learn how to use them that nobody today has. Like we don't have time for that shit. We don't have like five thousand dollars to waste learn how to shoot fucking iron sights. Like yeah. because it's it is a waste. You know, I haven't been able to go to the irons and like the total apocalypse thing is like fucking cool and shit. But if I just get a red dot, like I can shoot pretty good, like right now. So all right, so let, let me. I'm, I want to know what you suggest on red dot. I will tell you, I have tested actually a lot, right? And it's weird. The two best in my we're talking about rifle red dots, yeah. right? And like I have to have a good like on seven six two by three nine. There's a lot more recoil. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Leopold, uh, uh, whatever they're called, like the high-end $650 ones are fucking mm -hmm. badass. And honestly, almost everything in between, eh, it's okay. The bottom end, like SIG and Hollow Sun, like $150 <laughs> ones are fucking good, man. They're, like, they're not as good as the high-end, but like they're definitely not. Uh, they're way better price to dollar ratio. Like, like on, if you're talking about, if you're really, if you're looking for a place to save on a red dot on a rifle, you can actually go low end. And it, the hollow, because I'm pretty sure Hollison makes SIGs. Um, they're fucking great. You hurt my heart. You fucking hurt my heart. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, no, but they are, are they not? They're amazing. Dude, I just don't fucking trust them. I just don't fucking trust them. So my problem with rifle red dots is because I taught in the, and I actually taught the Special Forces uh, Urban Combat Course too. I was with guys shooting a fucking shit ton of rounds. Yeah. And I tested a lot of shit. Yeah. And actually, I started having serious problems with like EOTEX and shit started breaking. Yeah. So there's honestly, for me, this is, a, I say this is a place you can't compromise. And I, there's only two brands that I'll recommend and a third that I'm trying to give a second chance to. I either go straight to like $900,000 aim points. I just because that's what that's what's on here. Aimpoint is by far the toughest red dot that's ever been there. They're made okay, so the reason you love aimpoints, like I, I, yeah. I, it's just durability. That's it. That's the thing. Just durability. One hundred percent. Just durability. Like they're very hard to break. Very, oh, extraordinarily hard to break. How much? Uh, I could even that aimpoint. What's that aimpoint? Nine hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna buy four yeah. uh Sig uh Romeo whatever it is, Romeo fives. Yep. And I promise you, I'm going to, like, four of them. I'm good to go, man. What are you going to do when that $150 optic drops zero or stops turning on when you're engaging Antifa in the front yard? I just go in my, in my garage and get another one. <laughs> right. uh, hold on, guys. Call a timeout. <laughs> right. <laughs> I won't compromise there because I view the optic on the rifle as more important than the rifle. Yeah, dude, that's more hold on. Let's let's take a yeah. step up. Every true yeah. gun guy has like no, I, I shouldn't say gun guy. I should say every true shooter, like operator, right? Like uh, mm -hmm. Larry Yatch is a good friend of mine. He was yeah. maybe still lieutenant, like you. Every single guy I've ever known who who handled rifles uh, 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 to save their life, not just for money. Yeah. All of them have said spend more on the glass, care more about the glass than the rifle. That is more important, which was super counterintuitive to me as a civilian. That, it's not what you true? expect. Yeah, it is absolutely true. I mean, it's fucking crazy true. Uh, I, I can even tell you right now, I, I just did a test on some like cheaper optics compared to this uh, aim point. This is an older aim point. This has been around for a long time. Right. I, I can take like current generation Chinese optics and hold them up next to the aim, my aim point. And the Chinese optic is clear. It doesn't have a blue tint to it. The, the lens looks better, but that durability 
and the, the proven durability is why I will still pay seven times the price for that aim point with arguably shittier clarity. Wow. It matters that much. No, right. That's, that is a, that's why I wanted to really emphasize this. That is, I hear, I've heard that from literally every SF guy I've ever known. Yeah. In all of the branches. And that is, that's so counterintuitive to me. It's still hard to really understand. I mean, I, look, I spent, I have the Leopold, like yeah. it's 600, yeah. 650. Um, like, but it's so hard. It's like, really? Yeah. It's, it's, you have to think about it from our perspective. Like if I'm running through this fucking house trying to kill Al Qaeda fucking dickhead, right. whatever, I and my fucking rifle optic quits, I'm having a shitty day. I'm having a, a very you got a transition. Not, you got a medium. Right. Transition. Now, now I got this now you fucking got pistol. Now I got this idiotic fucking pistol we were talking about, like a <laughs> total dumbass. Like right, so, yeah. hold on. This, this brings up a really good question I have that I've seen a lot of people do i i don't think i've ever seen any actual high speed people like you do it but i have yeah. seen a lot of whatever you want to call it high speed civilians or yeah. competition people do it is yeah. that they have the you know, the optic on the top and then they yeah. tilt the rifle and at 45 they have the irons that are like kind of add on you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah yes i do yeah. is that a legit thing to do no that's what I thought. Good. I'm glad you Look, said that because I'm like, that seems kind of stupid. Well, to me. I, I, I did it when we were running like competition. When I was a competition guy, I would never do it for a combat gun with this one exception. All right. If I got like my badass like, like sniper rifle, like my SR-25 with like a fucking humongous scope on it, that's like yeah. a, probably a 16 to 4 or a 7 to 35. Right. right. If something pops off like right here, like somebody. No, that's know, different. Hit, you have a separate red dot there. Right. Or even irons. Yeah. That's yeah. different. No, I'm talking yes. about on an assault rifle. Yes, I would never do that just because it's so much shit hanging out the side of the gun. I'm going to catch it on a doorway or like bushes. It's yeah, some yeah. kind of terrible fucking shit. Yeah. No, that's like a, that's one of the few things that's like pretty much a competitor only thing. Like, okay. yeah, we're not. Yeah, I'm not going to do that on my real gun. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, so just spend the money. All right, so tell me what. So red dot, rifle red dot, obviously aim point is one. What else? The only other one, honestly, that I trust is Trigicon. And that's because you're talking about the ACOG, right? No, no, I'm talking about no, Trigicon. They're, they're smaller in red dot. They have a yeah, they have a red dot that's almost the same size as the aim point now. Okay. Yeah, Tr- Trigicon and red and, and aim point. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Now I'm I'm trying to give EOTech a second chance. As uh, EOTech in the early stages of the war, they were toughest. No, they had them on 50 cals and shit. They were awesome. Yeah. Then EOTech got bought by like Harris Communications or some duck fucking dickhead. And got a contract with the army and started selling us trash. Like lenses would fucking fall out. Uh, they actually got sued by the government and had to give back like a billion dollars in optics money or some bullshit. Well, then like two years ago, yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like they lied on all these like tests that said that they had the right glue in or that uh, temperature didn't affect their. It was fucking insane. Yeah, uh, yeah bad, bad taste in everybody's mouth. Uh, so then after that lawsuit, they actually got bought from Harris by another company. And now they're like a private, you know, we're back to EOTech brand. So I'm trying really hard to give them a second chance because I really loved EOTechs. If we went back to like 2004, I'd be like, fucking EOTech, like all that's the fucking the jam. Yeah. I, I don't recommend it as much now. Uh, and I'm still trying to decide if I ever will again, just over those issues. But that would be my only third choice. Other than that, no, everything else is trash. Like, fuck everything else. Really? Really. 
Why you got shit on my fucking red dot? <laughs> you know, I can I can start lying to you if you want. <laughs> like what I'm gonna need is for you to tell the truth, but then tell me what I want to hear. Also, <laughs> you sound like my wife. You sound like my wife. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay, all right. Um, okay, all right. No, I mean, listen, I'm not like this is not a space where I have any like. What am I? I'm gonna argue based on what. Well, my, and, my emotion right. and, and look man to be fair too like i haven't taken your leopold and shot like twenty thousand rounds on it yeah so it might you know it might be the fucking test i'm just i can only say the ones like i've beat the shit out of this one and it yeah. passed I'll, I'll tell you what uh, what i love about the leopold is that it has got a big box you know it's like one of those mm-hmm. box ones right yeah yeah and, yeah man it's got the best fucking dot like i would think how oh yeah the dots the dots Fucking, yeah. it's so weird because it's sharp and crystal clear. Yeah. And the way it floats is different than anything else. Yeah. I really legitimately shoot way better with that. Like on my other one, I have the SIG Aimpoint knockoff, you know, like yeah. it's just yeah. like not the low end yeah. one, but the higher end one. I forget what mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. Um, uh, and like I shoot fine with that, but you can, I like you, I you put two targets with the two things and it's yeah. same gun and you'll see, yeah. I, I've done it. Yeah. I see a huge difference. It's yeah. crazy. Well, let, I mean, let me actually throw one little caveat in there. Uh, the clarity of the glass and the little dot and shit. All right. A young guy won't notice this shit, but as we get older and anybody that has any kind of like eyesight thing starting to go or, or wears glasses, you may not be able to use a red dot at all. It, you get there's certain stigmatisms and shit where it'll just look like this big yeah it weird looks, yeah right yeah it's it's also why it's hard to take pictures of a red dot with your phone sometimes try to take a picture of your dot yeah it's oftentimes extremely difficult to do and it, if that's the case and the only way that I can know that is to show up my shit and be like yeah. or go to the gun shop and like look at it and like oh fuck I can't see this you're pretty much gonna have to go down to like a two hundred dollar optic uh, from like primary arms like a prismatic and just hope that it works. Because uh, I mean, it's just there's really fucking nothing else, man. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I couldn't imagine shooting without red dots now. Like honestly, oh, it would suck. Oh, it would. It would be terrible. The learning curve is so much faster. I mean, you'll save yourself like five thousand dollars in ammo just by buying a fucking red dot. It's yeah. so much easier. Better. No, yeah. I'm like I'm a more than solid, you know, mediocre yeah. shooter on you know with red dots. Like right away, yeah. like just right yeah. away with a red dot. Yeah. Well, and look, I mean, I was actually there when the military was transitioning over from iron sights to red dots. And a lot of people did not want to go to an electronic site. They're like, this is never going to fucking work. It's bullshit. You know, yeah. whatever. It's not tough enough. That was right when the war kicked off. Yeah. Uh, so we proved over 20 years that red dots are actually incredibly fucking tough. And yeah. they're, they're good enough. And you don't even have to have iron sights. You just yeah. don't even have to have them. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. All right. So... Got my rifle, got my magazines, got my red dot. Now, hold on. Question. Yep. So for most people, red dot mm-hmm. over like a even like a one to six scope. Now that's a controversial opinion. Uh the red dot's easier to use. It's a lot simpler. Uh a very good one to six, though, has a red dot built into it. Yeah. My and, le- my loophole fire yeah. dot does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's almost as good, and it's a lot better in any kind of range. So it's it's kind of a tough decision. Now, yes, well, so hold that's a question. What about? Yeah. I guess that fair comparison would be red dot with magnifier yeah. versus full. Oh, magnifier, no question. Those those are pretty shitty, actually, for the most part. So 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 hold on. So you don't use red dot with magnifier. You, just no magnifier at all. You, you're no. either going just straight red dot or 
yep. an actual normal like long one to six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll back up there. The the magnifier is a little bit better at like some range and stuff, but it's right. just not. It just never really works out as well as it should. It's it is a it is a step in between, but I I've found that most of the time somebody should either go with the one to six or just go with the fucking red dot and not spend the money on the magnifier in between. So well, let's think of most. I mean, like okay, so if I'm civilian, I'm listening to this. If I'm buying an yeah. AR pistol, I almost certainly should get a red dot. There's almost no way I'm going to get a. Uh, an actual oh snow. yeah well also we're talking about an ar pistol like a fucking one six is ridiculous i mean it's it, ridiculous it on doesn't a make any gun. sense right okay no fuck so no. if you yeah. ar pistol is always right period yes okay yeah. now yeah. a full-size rifle then it becomes yeah. a question then it becomes a question yeah right okay yeah so so help me answer that question for myself like just roughly how okay. do i know let's say i can only buy one like i decide uh-huh. all right i'm getting a full-size rifle that's my thing yeah uh, I'm a little bit of a budget, so I can get yep. one decent one of each, or one good one, uh, or I can get one good one, but not both. Yep. All right. The question should be like, where do I live? Like, what's my environment? Uh, you know, like, if I am I in a, in a fucking an apartment in uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina? Well, okay, probably red dot because those yep. distances are short. They're always going to be short. Right. Uh, even honestly, if I'm in like some deep like woods, like Tennessee and shit, like. Probably gonna go with a red dot. It's probably gonna be good. To, I mean, yeah, how far can you're I? You're not taking a 300 yard shot in the woods. Right. Yeah. How fucking far can I see? Yeah. 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 Now, you know, we go back down to like Texas and New Mexico, where it's very open. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna lean towards the one to six more. So, what, just so people understand, a one to six means it's like a rifle scope. I know what you normally yep. think of as extended rifle scope, and has yep. a dial. So, one means it's just like uh, like a red dot. Like you're just right. looking through the glass. Yep. Things are what they are. And then two would be double <laughs> magnification. Three would be triple magnification. So like binoculars, right? right? So one to yeah. six. And scopes can go, you know, like, uh, you know, four to 16 or seven to 30 or whatever, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a rifle scope. That's just like a, whatever. And then so turn the dial so people understand. Like, yeah. So it's right, got this okay. lever up top here. Yeah. 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 Oh, so yours has a lever. That's a little fancy, man. They, they, they well, this is, this, is the, this is the best one. This is actually a one to eight, but uh, okay. oh, that's a ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So this is ridiculous. It's actually like a three thousand dollars scope sitting on my uh, twenty-two caliber AR. But <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so so anyway. those th- for an extended rifle, like a full-size yep. rifle, yep. depending on the geography, how far you think you're going to shoot it, that right. actually might be the better call. Yes, as well as you sink the money into this. This is a, a scope that's actually good for both a 5.56 got a 3.8 because night forces clarity is so good this is like a 12 1300 yard scope but will also do close quarter battle range so it covers like a huge amount of bases that's yeah that that actually that that's a for people who are serious about this right if it's really just close in self-defense get a red dot but if you're serious i think like scope is is a really good it is. It, it really does start to make a difference past about 300 yards for most people. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Who shoots a red dot to 300 yards? You can't do that, can you? Yeah, you can shoot irons. You, <laughs> Marines have to qualify with irons to 500, like like cooks and shit. Yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you can. It's, yeah, I guess you can. It's just a pain in the ass to shoot a red dot to that far. Kind of, yeah. So the, what about... um. So let, let me, because I know people are going to ask this, because once you start sure. looking, right, Yeah. Uh, this confused the hell out of me at the beginning, Yeah. is the, like, 
an ACOG because an ACOG is not really a red dot and it's not really a scope. It's sort of yeah. Yeah, like why do they do of, that? That's so fucking annoying. I don't understand this. Like, what? So, so everyone understands. And ACOG is, is Trijicon makes this, and it's like the yeah. big kind of thing that, that goes on the top of a lot yeah. of military rifles. And, yeah. and it's essentially, it's got a red dot in it, like more of like a Chevron or whatever. Chevron, yeah. Right. And, uh, but like it's fixed, it's, ex- it's, the, it's like it's a four by 32, or there's a couple yeah. different there's variations. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's like a scope. But so it's a red dot and a scope, but it's fixed at the scope. You four can't magnification all the time. Yeah. So it's four X yeah. magnification. That's what I have. Like yeah. I have a four, four by 32 ACOG. Yeah. So like, wh- why okay. do I, why does someone pick an ACOG over a red dot or a scope? Because you have nostalgia for 2003 G watt shit. I mean, there's actually no terrible. other valid reason. No, man. I mean, fuck that's ancient technology. Uh, and so many people argue about how such great ACOGs is, and I'm, I feel like I'm – thank you because I feel like I'm crazy. I'm good, like, good, this good. doesn't make good. sense to me. No, they're fucking terrible. I mean, it's a fucking dog shit idea. It's fucking retarded. All right? It's, it's fucking stupid. I did that. Nothing about this made sense. It seemed like a oh, they're like, red dot they're like, a bad scope. They're like $2,000, too. Right, right. Yeah, they're fucking insane. It's hell. Yeah, no, that those things suck. I mean, that was like a stopgap thing. The U.S. government was like, "Oh fuck, like we're fighting a war. We got some optics like right now. Like, what do you got?" Trinchcom was like, "We've proven this," and they're like, "Fuck, we'll take twenty thousand of them." It just flooded them. So a lot of dudes like that was the first optic they ever had. It's like a, you know, a grunt or some shit too. Yeah. So they've got this like nostalgia for it. That's the only fucking reason they suck. Well, they're, they're so hold on, trash. if you're talking about durability, those things are yeah. like oh, they're, they're tough. They're less oh, durable, yeah. like they're almost impossible to break. Like you kind of yeah. have to shoot them or something. And even right. then, right? Like I've seen it videos might. of people shooting ACOGs yes. and then shooting still with them. They still work. Right. Oh yeah. Trigicon is Trigicon is known for like really tough shit. Like that's right. that's a name that pretty much means like beat me with a fucking sledgehammer. They're awesome. Yeah. So they are tough, but yeah, they're a fucking terrible idea. Like that particular optic, they suck. Knew it. <laughs> sometimes, I can't believe- sometimes I have good instincts with this shit. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I can't believe it's 2022 and people are still talking about fucking ACOGs. Like, Dude, no, oh, man. All kinds of people. Really? Still like, oh, ACOGs this and ACOGs that. Seriously. Oh, I mean, man. like, oh, no, dude. a lot of people still. Oh, man. And there's still dudes who, like, bring them out to some of the courses I had. Like, run them. Not the instructors. No, right. no, no fuck no. But- right. But Oh, my God. That's. Yeah. That's Seriously? awful. That's awful. Wow. Okay. So ACOG. Okay. No. Just don't. Yeah. Just no. Great red dot. Please no. Yep. Red dot. Scope. Scope. That's it. Right. And, and if we're talking about like your AR-15, your primary rifle, it's got to be yep. a one to four, one to six. Yes. One to, it's got to. It's got to start at one. It's got to be a true one. Okay. Actually, you know, with with these scopes, that's usually what you're paying for is how well it performs at the one power. Because the six and shit, that's easy. Like they've they've been making magnified scopes for a lot of years. But for some reason, making one that goes from true one to some other bullshit is really, really difficult. So you will often find that the more money you spend on a one to six, the better the one part is. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have. That, that's not a thing. I would. It's have weird. Understood. Yeah, it's, it's very weird, but it's true. Okay, cool. All right. So, so got my scope, got my mags, got my rifle, anything else that's like a leave the gun store thing with you got to get. I personally think you also need a sling. I'm a huge fan of slings. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I fought this for a long time and then my arms yeah. are just like so tired. I'm like, right. And plus, I mean, like you, you're doing shit. Like, what are you going to like burn somebody down and like pick up one of your kids? Yeah. Like you can't, you're going to fucking drop your gun. Like, no man, you need to be able to like hold on to that thing. Yeah. Uh, for my money, there's only one sling in the world. Uh, it's another Kyle Lamb thing. I, I get the fucking VTAC sling and the little thingies that the sling swivels, what they're called, that plug in the holes on the side of the gun and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one I found. Detox are great. I have those on most of them. I forget what it's called. Edgar something. I got two of those. They work really well too, but they're basically just knockoff Detox slings. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like, and so uh, uh, I agree. Detox sling, like that's the only, those things are great. Like they're they're awesome. They're ridiculous. It seems like how hard could it be to make a sling and like all the other things are horrible. (laughs) <laughs> dude there's some things that just don't make any sense to me as an outsider i'm like why are all like you go to cabela's and they have like a row of slings and they're just and they're horrible all fucking trash they're like all fucking i feel trash. like i could go to michael's and just cut some and do a better job than i got this we're gonna open it up tucker and clay sling emporium here we go. Fucking free colors and shit. Fucking bows on them. Yeah. Our, our logo is almost as good as VTAC for way less is the price. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Cool. So sling, yeah. optic, red uh, uh, magazines. Yeah. Those are the must-haves. Those are the must-haves. Yeah. Okay. Okay.